I started Coffee with Humans as a way to make meaningful connections. See, I believe when people on individual journeys cross paths, real good can come from that. And in that sacred moment, we have the opportunity to do three things. Name reality and describe the future we want. Destroy things for our good by moving on from that which no longer serves us. Create or recreate ourselves, moving us to the reality we describe. That's the essence of Coffee with Humans, making the world a better place. One conversation at a time. You did it. You, our valued viewer, have made it back for another live episode of Coffee with Humans. Today with my friend Matt Mormon, who was going to bring his friend, Teresa, but she didn't. Uh, she didn't she make has something else going on. Yeah, she's busy. She's very busy. Yeah. However, uh, if you have comments, you got questions, join us in the chat. We're happy to uh, take your comments and questions. Today, again, Coffee with Humans, if you're not used to this format, is usually some random person that I meet about eight minutes prior to the episode, and then we just talk about something. And it's always a great time. Matt's been on once before. And he had such a great time. He decided to come back. It was a blast. <laughs> I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. I definitely did. <laughs> it was a good time. You were the first live episode that I ever did. Oh, really? Yeah. And today was going to be the first time I did it with two people on Coffee with Humans. And we missed it. I know. That's okay. That's all right. Well, if she shows up, she can use the special link. So what's on your mind today, Matt? You're in, uh, you said you're in Denver. I am. I am. I'm, uh, getting ready to head out of town, going to, uh, going to a resort, uh, just kind of hang out for a little bit. Um, spend a few days out and, uh, traveling and stuff like that and all that good stuff. That's fun. Yeah. What's the weather like? Uh, weather here is a little cold. It's, um, I think it's gonna be like 45 degrees. I was up at the gym at like I don't know. It's like 30 degrees when I got to the gym at like five 30 this morning and all that good stuff. And then took my dog to the dog park real quick, had to go run him around. And then, uh, after that, you know, now we're, um, getting ready to, now I'm getting ready to head out of town. So, awesome. Yeah. It should be fun. Cool. Well, when we talked last time you were talking about transitions, uh, we had a good conversation about transitions through, through business. You had had, you were in the, uh, a certain industry and then you went into real estate and now you're working on some other cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, what, what thoughts, what thoughts were you left with after we, after we talked about transitions and going through those periods of time in our lives? Well, you know, obviously, uh, you know, finding the right people in your life is a priority and the people that actually have your back and, uh, you know, are there for you and, um, all the things that kind of come with that, you know, um, those are definitely priorities for me. Um, also building something and a building a life that I don't have to work every day for, um, something that basically is sustainable amongst a community of people. Um, that's kind of what a lot of what I was, I started thinking about after our, our last podcast. 
Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I think uh, one of the things that resonated with me from that last conversation was the idea of surrounding yourself with people who help you move forward, particularly at those times when you get stuck, right? You're kind of at that transition point and you need you need some extra energy to get through whatever whatever that point is, right? It's almost like, man, I, I don't want to do this alone. I know I can, I know I need to, but I, I just want to be uh, in the presence of some other people who are like, man, you can do this. You like need cheerleaders. Some sure. one of our Facebook users, uh, what up y'all? Yes, sir, it is 100%. I'm not sure what that was in regard to. I think it was in regard to your comment about surrounding yourself. With the right people. With the right people. I would uh, most definitely agree. So what I've also learned is, um, you know, you, you're the community and the people you kind of bring around, your circle should be small. Um, and I think the reason you would want to, I mean, at least for me, because I'm so influenced by other people as far as wanting to either help or be there for them or, you know, help them through, you know, tough times relationship wise, you know, the, those kind of things, um, you have to realize the character behind whoever you're really around. And I think that's a major priority in your life, you know? Yeah. What do you think? So you, you, your comment right there that you think that should be a small group of people. Why do you think that what's, what's your experience? Well, I've had a lot of people around me. I mean, you get a lot of people around you, um, you know, when you're kind of out in the open and stuff like that. And, um, you know, just the, I, I guess just the solid quality people that aren't trying to bring you down or, um, embarrass you in public or, um, you know, the things like that, that don't talk about your, behind your back. And, you know, that's, that's really the, um, you know, really the priority for me moving forward is kind of, you know, where am I going with my life? You know, um, yeah, I do real estate and stuff like that, but I'm more in the software, you know, uh, SEO, social media, um, sector. Um, yeah, I'm a real estate agent, but kind of, you know, um, I, for me as a real estate agent, you know, driving around buyers and stuff like that all the time, you know, is tough. Um, I, I like to have somebody in the forefront that just, you know, takes care of business and stuff like that for me. And I get to be on the background and kind of do my advertising and marketing and, you know, all the fun stuff that I like to do with that. Um, you know, and, and, uh, it's hard for me to be constantly on that grind on a regular basis and, uh, knocking that stuff out, you know, yeah. daily and everything when, you know, my job is to create and build systems around companies and people and, uh, the ability for everything to communicate and link and talk together. That's, that's what I do well. Right. It seems to me that you're kind of also, I, I guess we'll, a connector. I would term you kind of a connector. So there's this, and, and the reason I kind of uh, feel that about you is that there is this idea of the logistics, let's say of, you know, a real estate deal, but the logistics, like anybody can kind of pull that off. It's the, it's, it's you who's in that space of connecting uh, the various moving parts together to be able to create something bigger, more sustainable, uh, more forward thinking rather than just the transactional elements of a deal. 
Yeah, there's a little bit more than just, you know, putting a sign in the yard and saying, this is what you're doing. I mean, so my last six months have really been building this system, building the program around this system and then getting it ready to launch. You know, it's it's nice to finally be there to this point and have kind of the systems and structure and everything else in place. Um, you know, big blessing to, you know, have it all kind of come together as one. And uh, it's it's amazing to have the such great people around me um, that we're all able to just kind of, you know, use our talents together um, for the greater good of each other. Yeah. You know, yeah, that makes sense. It's, yeah. it is, uh, you know, circling back around to one of your first comments there, it is really, uh, I, I don't know, an opportunity to evaluate who you share the journey with sure. uh, when you're, when you're building out those things. Yeah, so, you definitely get some, um, you know, you, I think you get some people that may uh, not always have your best interests at heart. And then you mm -hmm. do get some people that are so genuine, it's not even funny, you know, yeah. and the people that are genuine and caring and stuff like that, those are the people that you, you know, bring your life around, yeah. you know, and um, that's, that's just how I feel at least. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, we've got a handful of viewers uh, who are active uh, online right now. And I want to, if you're wondering, like, what the heck is going on? What is Coffee with Humans? And why are these two gentlemen just sitting here chatting? The principle behind Coffee with Humans is that if if we were at a normal uh, networking event, you know how you meet somebody and just kind of stand at the bar or you're standing at the buffet, right? You, you meet somebody and then in that moment, you're just strike up a conversation. You talk about something to make those connections. Uh, Coffee with Humans is my sort of strategic spot to uh, connect and share in an effort to change the world in our own individual spheres of influence. And so Matt is off in Colorado area, uh, kind of a, a, a storied experience. Uh, now he's in real estate. Uh, I'm a business advisor. I'm sitting in out by Chicago. Uh, and, you know, we've got viewers all around the world, which is super cool. But we have no particular, we have no particular destination for this train. Uh, so if you, so if you as a viewer <laughs> would like to uh, contribute, what's on your mind? Uh, and Matt and I can chat about that too. But while you're thinking about that, Matt, I am. I asked you if you played games and if you had a pad of paper and a pen. I do. Okay. Yeah, right here. Yeah. So we're going to, since we're kind of heading into the lunch hour for some folks, uh, I'm going to ask you to play a game with me. Okay. And it's going to be called Quick Draw. <laughs> All right. Wasn't that super cool? No um, so Quick Draw, with Quick Draw, I'm going to choose a random animal name. And you're going to have 10 seconds to draw that random animal on your piece of paper without lifting your pen. As soon as you lift your pen, it's over. So I have to stay on the paper. You have to keep your pen on the paper. So yep. like this. Okay. So I'm like this, no matter what, and I can't move it off. Uh, right. You have to keep it, keep your pen attached to your paper. So here's a, here's an example. If I said skunk, You'd have 10 seconds to draw a skunk on your paper without lifting your pen. Okay. And then at the end of 10 seconds, I'm going to have a timer. that's going to go beep, 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 similar to how most timers end. And then we're going to show, we're going to have to figure out how to show that 
uh, that to the screen. I think we I think we can do that. We'll we'll happily take viewer votes on who's got the best uh, the best animal. Well, I don't know who can draw better, you or me. Oh, uh, definitely not me. I don't know. I don't know. If I only have a second to do it, ten seconds. Ten seconds. Create a masterpiece. You know, don't sell yourself short. Well, we'll see what happens. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get uh, my random animal up here, and then I'm just gonna I'm gonna pull up. I'm on random. Oh shoot! <laughs> I said that yesterday too. Randomal.com. That's not a thing. Somebody owns that domain name, and I think it should just be Random Animal Generator. But that's not what they're doing with it. So if I'm going to click a button, it's going to give us a random animal name. I'm going to, as soon as I say the name, I'm going to click Start on my timer. We both have ten seconds. At the end, it's done. And I'm not allowed to move my pen up or down. I have to. You can't lift it off your paper. Wow, this is going to be. I'm gonna, so gonna if, be beautiful. So you could draw it like this, but you can't yeah, lift you it off the paper. Like I don't care where you draw it. It doesn't All matter right. to me. We'll we'll try. <laughs> we'll try. I feel like for as smart as we are, we should just know how to do this, but maybe not. All right. Well, yeah, it's a little tougher than you think. That's probably true. All right. I'm gonna click the button and and then we're gonna we're gonna go, okay? All right, ready? In three, two, one, clicking the button. Tiger. That's it. Mine didn't go very well. <laughs> it looks like a, what is that? That's a tiger. <laughs> you can't tell? <laughs> I don't know who won. I, was, I actually went more lion than tiger, but I also realized, because the problem is once you're, you're not allowed to take your pin off the paper. Isn't that terrible? It's so hard. It makes it impossible. <laughs> right? Right. You can't take your pen off the paper. You got 10 seconds to draw it. Yeah. Well, let's try another one. All right. I, go. I, got, I, got, I got more for you. You ready? <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're going to pull out all your skills? It, they're coming. Uh, oh, man. You know what I should have said? I should have said this other one, Capybara. Wait, is that an animal? Yeah. It looks like a groundhog, like a... Cross oh, between the. I got you. I don't know. It's weird. Oh, wait, you haven't hit the ten seconds. I'm not. No, sir. Here we go. One, right. three, two, one. Leopard. Oh shoot! Are you kidding me? Leopard. Oh, that's it. I forgot his face. <laughs> but you can tell what that is. Can you? Well, no, not really at all. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like little smokies. If you had just a set, like a handful of little smokies randomly on a plate, that's what your leopard looks like. Yeah, I bet it does. Here's mine. It's so much better. It looks like a cow, like a cow <laughs> that didn't that lost its chest. <laughs> If you didn't, so if I hadn't said that this is going to be a leopard, you think that could be like, it could be anything. It could be a Actually, state. That could be something in Africa. It could be, yeah. It really looks like it. It's like uh, rivers that are 
yeah i don't know yeah i don't i'm still trying to figure out that was solid both of our <laughs> artistic talent right now is definitely showing really showing we're showing everybody it would be fun to get an actual artist hey if there are any artists out there shoot me a shoot me a message in the comments or a dm we can we can pull you in on the live stream real fast and you can you can uh, play this game with us they do a lot better 10 seconds already done right yeah. all right uh one more here we go one more um in three two one gila monster <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Mine looks like an armadillo. Wait, where are we at? Right here. What? Um, what is that? That's a that's a Gila monster. Are are did we agree on what a Gila monster was? I don't isn't think that's like, a Gila uh, monster. Like a reptile, isn't it? Okay, that looks like an iguana. I that's feel like Gila monsters look like iguanas. They probably do. Yours is definitely better than that. Seen one iguana, seen them all. Yeah, that's like a Geico commercial almost. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> that's how they stumbled upon the Geico commercials. They did, they did this random game. animal name. You, you called them, you called them and you were like, Hey, you want to play a 10 second game? And they were like, We have a complete advertising uh Geez, couldn't pick like bird or cat or something. My goodness. Listen, peanut gallery. Uh, I'm clicking a random animal generator and we're just picking what comes up here. Okay. All right. Should we do one more? Should probably do one more. For all you viewers, uh, we're playing a game right now where I find a random animal name. And then we try and draw it in 10 seconds without lifting our paper or sorry, without lifting our pen from the paper. You might ask why we're doing this. The answer is why not? In why three, not? two, one, cow. Oh, yes. That's what I'm talking about. That's simple. Already screwed it up again. That's it. It's over. It looks like a puppy. I know. I think you drew a puppy. Well, I think, didn't they say, oh, wait, bird or cat was what the viewer said. So that probably went into my mind subliminally. So when it goes into your mind subliminally, you automatically think it. So maybe I was thinking that's a cat. Hey, for all you folks on Facebook, uh, if you're if you're following along with us, click the, go to, you can go to StreamYard. You, you got to register your... Uh, uh profile to if you want to see your if we want to see your face otherwise you come in anonymous which is totally fine too here's my cow solid i can almost see it your tail is better i forgot my tail but i only had 10 seconds so i didn't have enough time to get the tail they have those little wisps of hair at the end of the tail like oh yeah i, I think see don't they yeah they do i feel like cows have that that's nice yeah i'm having a hard time with the face of the cow though i don't know well, how do you uh, connect it if you have to keep your uh, – <laughs> I agree. Thank you, I Facebook agree. user. All of Matt's animals look the same. They do. Yeah, he's drawing a puppy in various That's stages beautiful. of development. 
Nothing but a puppy. <laughs> oh my god. This isn't all just fun and games. I hope people know that. So so one of the great things about being on Coffee with Humans is I have connected with so many amazing people. Um Matt here, uh an increasingly good friend. Uh I connected with a guy recently who uh has been on QVC like 23 times, uh, developing products and stuff. Uh, I've connected with, uh, f- just yesterday, a gentleman and his wife who live on a boat in Seattle. Uh, and have, they, were, they were fun to, or I saw him, he was fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> such fun people, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've talked with business consultants. I've talked with teachers. I've talked with people in government. Uh, people around the world learning about challenges in Africa, in Kuwait, in Sri Lanka, in Malaysia. It's really, to me, an opportunity to just connect with people. And I think if we walk through through the moment with the intention of bringing about something positive and, and creating something good in our lives for each other, I think that it just happens. I, I I believe that with that intention, good things can come about, and that's why that's that's the cool thing about coffee with humans. It's making that connection, uh, and uh, I I don't know. I get a charge out of it. It is fun. I had a great time first time I was on here. What 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 stood out to you when you t- tell me about this format and you being on you know that first episode. What, I mean, what stood out to you? Well, the fact that we just have a conversation and we, you know, talk about life and not necessarily, you know, our jobs or our career, like who it is to be a person was more along the lines of what we were, you know, what this is about, you yeah. know, and uh, I think that's a incredibly great format, um, you know, to kind of share not just, you know, your experiences through life but also have a little fun doing it and also, you know, causes and things that are important to you. Um, like I think I talked about mental health a little bit, um, you know, when, uh, last time I was on and, um, you know, having that voice and everything else like that, to be able to kind of talk about that and, um, do those things is that was what stood out for me the most, at least. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And that's, you know, the, even though term, the term, you know, this idea of coffee with humans just sort of entered my mind when I decided to, what to call this, uh, because I, you know, intuitively knew that coffee with a rando guy probably wasn't going to be very popular. Uh, so I thought coffee with humans and the, the additional benefit, I think of just naming it coffee with humans is that at the end of the day, regardless of what we do for positions, uh, we are all human and we all have similar struggles, similar hopes, similar, similar challenges. And when we make a connection on a deeper level, of course, all these things that we need to get done for our work and that type of stuff, we want, we need to get that done, but like take a break for a moment and just let's get to know one another on a level that persists, right? Regardless of our, uh, work or our circumstances. We are all at the end of the day, humans, and we should know each other as humans. I mean, that's, I think it's super powerful. I agree. 
I definitely agree. I mean, isn't, you know, your job is one thing, yeah. but you know, who you are as a person is definitely, you know, another part of it for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, you know, you know, to your point, you you did, you talked about mental health last time we were on, uh, which is a big topic, man. I mean, this is a increasingly uh, discussed topic globally, particularly, I think, in this new way in regard to business. And how do you how do we as people manage in our business lives? And are we living kind of as two separate people? We've got this business facade. And then we've got, you know, all these all these, you know, human, real human issues that we just try and hide from everybody else. Not that you want to air your laundry out to everybody. That's not the point. No, um, but do we value ourselves uh, and what our needs are? And then do we value and understand what, you know, people in our sphere of influence proximity uh, may need as just people, it's particularly in this time with COVID, you know, where uh, business has changed for a lot of people and a lot of people are struggling. Uh, either emotionally, mentally due to this disconnection um, or they're struggling because they've lost their positions and they're wondering what's coming next. I mean, it's a big, big issue. Yeah. I think more so because of this period of feeling disconnected. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, it, it, and you got to give a little grace to others, you know, right now, just because, um, you know, it's a hard time for everyone, you know, having to sit in their house and be isolated and, you know, be on timeout from the government and, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, more, more, less and less time you're allowed out. And, you know, I, I feel for small businesses, you know, I mean, I can't even imagine uh, what it's like to own a restaurant right now, you know, oh and gosh. what they have to go through. And then next thing they know, they're like struggling to make ends meet at a 50% capacity rate. Now all of a sudden they're at 25%, you right. know, how do you make money there? You know, so there's frustrations that's got to be there. You know, there's, frustrations with, um, you know, a lot of the other small businesses while they're watching, you know, these big industry leaders like Walmart and Amazon and all these things just get rich, you know, they're not even able to be open, you know? So I would imagine, you know, the level of frustration that goes on with that has got to be, you know, it's got to be definitely difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree there, there are probably two sides of that coin. There's the, the frustration side where, and I, and I, I don't know, I'm hypothesizing here that a lot of frustration tends to be because we want to see change. We want to see something different, but we feel powerless to do anything about it. And sure. that I think is that particularly now, you know, uh, I think people feel that the other side of that is in times of frustration, there's opportunity. Absolutely. What are we doing with that opportunity to be able to iterate uh, on whatever it is we you know, whatever the marketplace needs, because needs didn't go away, the expression or how people go about getting their needs met changed. So that's where some of those larger retailers have been able to uh, capitalize on some of their scale and their efficiencies to be able to uh, do, you know, deliveries at scale, whereas some, you know, small, some, some small local companies maybe aren't able to do that. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, the way we market ourselves now is uh, definitely a different, you know, I don't just, I don't just deal with real estate and stuff. I, I have marketing and stuff in different areas and sectors and everything else like that. And the way we market ourselves is completely different than the way it was where you would go store by store by store by store and introducing yourself and everything else like that. So how do we basically get ourselves back into the market and do those kind of things, you know, and that's kind of what I've been working on lately. Um, you know, 
and there is interaction abilities inside of social media and everything else like that. It's not, it's not my favorite thing. I'd rather me and you be hanging out in New York city together or New York together or Chicago or wherever. And, um, but I also know that right now is it's not as easy as hopefully it will be in the near future. Yeah. It's been a point of frustration, you know, particularly in, uh, in some work that I do with, you know, one of my large clients, they, you know, being able to go to a show and sit down and have lunch with an individual and develop those connections is completely obliterated now. Now I'm the random person showing up in an inbox and, uh, you know, or a random cold call uh, to these to folks that I need to talk to to get stuff done. And it's it has shifted uh, my ability, my efficiency for sure. Sure. Uh, and ability to have certain conversations I need to have with people because I can't, uh, the, the ease of communication at that first part of the, the first part of having the communication, kind of that intro, like getting to know you has been extremely difficult. And that's where, you know, sitting down and having lunch because you're both at the same, you know, you're, you're both at the same conference that made it easy to connect to people. And then if you're good at building those connections, then you can do something, but that's that's been broken, I think, for a lot of folks uh, in in this time of COVID, not having those shows uh, to to be able to go to and meet people face to face. Sure. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's definitely a huge part of it, and um, you know uh, I'm a huge concert fan, so okay. I'm you know I used to go to concerts all the time, you know, and not having that and then not having sporting events and, you know, all those things, there's just frustration with it, you know, and those are kind of the interactions that you get to know people on a personal level. And I feel like when you start getting to know people on a personal level, um, you have to have an outlet and a source to be able to really get your voice out to people. And, and it's for me, at least, I don't feel like necessarily, you know, I mean, if we were just going to talk about real estate and stuff like that, I would, who would want to watch that, you know, um, this, but this format where you actually do get to talk to people and, 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 you know, engage and, and, and have fun together and stuff like that. That's what life's about. You know, it's, uh, and, and it's making those connections and valuable connections, not just for now, but for the, you know, the future down the road. Absolutely. And, you know, this, uh, this particular format has also been valuable from business perspective too, because when now, now that people know me, right. And I can get to know other folks when other folks need something done, I know somebody for it. Sure. And that's been, you know, that's been really satisfying for me to be able to direct people to other folks that I've talked with and been connected with. You know, I've got, I've got thousands of LinkedIn connections, uh, many of those are some, some of those are, are tight relationships and, you know, uh, over time. And then a lot of people just kind of floating in the atmosphere, but, I, but I, it is these points of connections, which are an opportunity for all of us, not just me and, and you on this, but everybody sure. who, how are you leveraging those connections and who are you making uh, progress for? Not, you know, not just yourself, but for other people. Yeah. I think that's important the team, you know, yeah. uh, teams, teams are built. And when teams get built and we have the ability to come together as one, that's when great things can happen. There is no yeah. possible way that one person can basically do, you know, my situation or somebody else's situation or yours. I mean, I couldn't even dream of doing this kind of stuff that you do. I mean, it's phenomenal, you know? Um, 
but when we all come together as one and we have individual talents as a, as a group, that's when special things happen, you yeah. know? And, um, I think greed sometimes gets in the way of that. Um, you know, people get greedy and they have to be the, that one center and think they can do every single part mm. of a beautiful, you know, it's supposed to be beautiful. And then one person gets greedy. It, it can completely ruin and break everything that kind of comes with that, you know, do you but feel I, like that's go ahead. sorry, go ahead. I, I was gonna say I don't personally agree with that because my opinion on it is if you're gonna build a group and a and something together, wouldn't you all want to be there together at the end of the road and hanging out? It's never fun to hang out by yourself. Yeah. You know? No, I get it. Do you think that's related to this idea of scarcity versus abundance mindset? That if that if resources are scarce, then naturally I need to hoard them. You know, sure. so if love is scarce, I need to have, you know. I need to hoard love for myself. If if money is scarce, I need to hoard money for myself. Rather than an abundance mindset, which is is along the lines of there's there's a lot to go around, sure. and and so I can I don't have to hoard it. I don't have to hold it so tightly. I can give more freely of of time or resources or yeah, all that. I mean, for me you know, I have, I have one part, which is, you know, the business side and some of the stuff I do well, but, you know, I don't want to consume my entire life with just business, business, business. I have a lot of other, you know, charity stuff that I'm, I want to do and things that are important to me. And, you know, I want to have a life, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, working 60, 70 hours a week, I mean, I've been doing it for the last shoot six months while I was, you know, I guess I was painting and then, you know, working on some stuff as well. But, um, you know, inside of that and everything, you know, that's, that's not the life I necessarily want. I want to have my specialty with people that are their specialty with right. people that get along and we have a good time together and just enjoy, you know, and that's what life's about to me. You know, when you're, when you're, how, how do they say, it? if you're living to work, that's not very fun to me. But if yeah. you're, or is it the opposite? Whatever it is. But no, I get it. I, I and I think for me, I'll speak for myself. I I think that work is fun. I have iterated through the years on what that work is, so that I maintain some level of interest in it. Sure. And I try to keep myself at a point of significant level of interest, because then I can apply myself best, and I get up in the morning excited about doing it, and you know, this, this idea of missing connections, uh, not being able to meet with people in person and also to sort of provide maximum benefits for, to folks who I come in contact with. That's the whole point of the coffee with humans thing. Sure. Then on the other side of it, it's like, I've, I've got, you know, business advisory work that I do and, uh, I'm excited about it. I'm, I just genuinely excited about digging in and making cool things happen. Yeah. You know, when you enjoy the stuff you're doing every day, you know, that's when, um, beautiful things happen, you know? And what I found is when you're in a stressful situation and in a situation that, um, you're just unhappy, you know, it, it eats at you like, it, you know, you've never had that before, but when you're in a strong, secure environment with people that all work together as one and, you know, it makes it so much better um, as a group uh, to do those kind of things. Yeah, no, absolutely. I get it. So what are you working on right now? That's exciting to you. Hmm. 
Well, I've been working on the social uh, media automation part of uh, the real estate business. I've been kind of putting together a group of people um, that, you know, has our own individual talents and everything else like that. Um, pretty grateful for that, for sure. Um, I've also been, you know, kind of building that presence and kind of building all the branches with that. Um, in the process of moving into a different situation, real estate wise, um, getting behind some pretty big horsepower and things like that. Um, you know, just, but, but the good part is for me, it's not really the real estate that is my talent and ability necessarily. Okay. I can do that part and I will do that part, but my talent is basically bringing that in front of other people's attention and bringing that person in front of an audience and stuff like that. And then using, you know, the, the outlet outlets and the platforms and all that other good stuff. And, you know, the other thing I met with a nonprofit attorney, um, uh, Tuesday talking about some other tech stuff with, uh, for mental health and, uh, you know, some of the things that kind of go, go with that as well. Okay. So that's, cool. that's, that's the project, but right now I'm kind of, uh, I'm going on vacation. So <laughs> I, I was like, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go sit there, infinity pool, uh, enjoy myself, uh, hang out, um, all that good stuff. So I'm actually, uh, what time is it? What time is it? It's well, it's eleven thirty eight, your time. Uh, central. Okay, should sure. make it ten thirty eight years. Okay, five two hours. We're good. Yeah, well, I'm excited for you for going on vacation. That's that's uh, a good time, I'm sure. I need it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I need it for sure. So yeah. you gotta you gotta have that balance, you know. And I originally didn't have a very good balance structure behind me, where it was basically all work, all work, all mm -hmm. work. And kind of getting driven that way by other people and stuff like that, where I won't compromise that anymore. I don't think anybody should compromise mm -hmm. that. You know, we need, you know, that time to kind of decompress and get away for a while and, um, you know, enjoy ourselves and, you know, wherever we end up. I mean, who knows? I, I don't know where I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going for some time and then I'll figure it out from there on, on what's next, you know? Yeah. Well, my, my phrase uh, has become, just very recently, love your journey. Yeah. You know, whatever journey it is that you're on, you just love it. And if you don't love the journey, then change, change you're, the path, right? Turn but, it opposite direction. Yeah. Just love it. Um, and I think that enables us is if we love our journey, we are, we allow ourselves the ability to lean in to the journey. Sure. Right. And we become at peace, I think with, uh, with circumstances. And then also I think it empowered sure. and we can assertively go about walking our path. Whereas if we don't love our journey, we live in that constant question mark. Sure. Uh, and I don't think, I don't think that any of us want to wake up in the morning with a question mark uh, no. on a routine basis. And, and, and I think sometimes getting to the, getting to the, uh, a point where we can get rid of that question mark does take you know, people around us to give us insights and we can bounce things off of them. Sure. Uh, and sometimes they can see us better than we can see ourselves. Sure. You know, what I, what I kind of found out about that, and uh, I had a really smart guy tell me that he said, enjoy your, enjoy your journey as much as you're going to enjoy getting, being there. Hmm. You know, um, there is an enjoy, and I'm starting to see what that meant when I was told that I, in fact, I looked at him and I said, you know, I don't get it yet, yeah. but 
now I'm starting to see what that actually meant, you know? Um, and that's a blessing, you know? And when you have those kind of people in your life, when you start getting sidetracked or somebody comes into your life and starts sidetracking you, you know, and you have to get back on and, and get refocused and, and all those things that kind of come with that, um, you know, it's a blessing to have those people in your life and in your corner to kind of get you in the right direction, you know, and that question mark is hard. So if you're waking up with a question mark every single day, yeah. what am I going to do next? What, that makes things just so much more difficult than coming back and saying, you know, how can I make the life that I'm looking for? You know, because at the end, you know, we only have one life to live. So yeah. I believe that we should enjoy what we do. We should enjoy the people we're around. And, you know, those you love those people and they love you back. You know, so you've probably experienced those times when you've woken up with a question mark in a routine basis. Sure. Uh, and I know I have what for you, what advice would you give yourself when you how do you speak to yourself when you're kid when you're waking up with that question mark too many times? Um, well, I mean, there's been a lot of question marks in this journey on a, you know, you're going to have them. I don't think that they just necessarily are automatically gone. Um, but, um, you know, the advice I basically give myself is make sure this people around you are solid, you know, and it's hard to get that group in place, you know, and then the other question mark is don't take shortcuts, you know, um, shortcuts will lead to destruction, you know, and, uh, you know, it's not always, I, I guess what you see is not always what you get. Okay. Um, you may see this flash and all this stuff around it, but it may be a complete facade, you know, I wonder from our viewers, uh, what do you, what advice do you give yourself when you keep experiencing that daily question mark? Uh, whatever that question mark is for you, it could be, you know, I know some people struggle with jobs, right? They're sitting in a position where they wonder, you know, is this the right position for me? And it's a question mark. And you kind of know when you, action needs to be taken, right? Sure. Um, but sometimes we just sit in that point where there's a, there is that kind of continual question mark and we don't do anything about it. Uh, or, you know, I was talking to, um, Hugh yesterday on coffee with humans and, you know, he's, he's looking at, you know, forward to retirement and he, you know, he's getting to this point where it can't come fast enough. It's not that he doesn't love what he's doing. He loves his work and he's invested there and he's doing a great job. And yet he knows this transition is ahead of him. Uh, and so, you know, it's like kind of that, it's that question mark, you know, like uh, uh, anticipation, I think maybe for him. Sure. Sure. Like, like I said, uh, my situation right now is I'm going to go on vacation for a little while, yeah. um, you know, and you don't have to have that question mark per se. Um, but I also, you know, there's also, where's the financial situation, you know, people are struggling on a regular basis. So that question mark is a, it's gotta be, um, it's gotta be harder now than it's ever really been, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, small businesses are suffering, you know, all restaurants, all these things. And, and, uh, it's a hard, it's a hard thing. I can't, you know, that, that question mark has gotta be a regular basis thing, 
you know, if that's what you're waking up to in the morning, that's, that's gotta be a, that's a stressful deal. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things for me is, is to, uh, what's the saying? The antidote, yeah, the antidote to anxiety is action. And so when I have woken up too many days with a question mark, I know that some sort of action needs to be taken sure. and that action moves me forward. Uh, that I, that I think that's saying the antidote to anxiety is action. Uh, and when I was talking with, uh, Mark Metry, uh, on my podcast some time ago, earlier this year, he talked about anxiety being a energy that we can harness and direct too many times people try to stay away from anxiety and yet the answer for a lot of top performers is to take anxiety as a strength, as a power, uh, emotional energy really, and direct it towards the movement, the action, the forward movement that's going to take us to that point where we don't have to experience that anxiety anymore. Yeah, that's really where I've been at. You know, yeah. I, mean, I, I basically was sitting there, you know, your back's against the wall. you got to do basically what you need to do to get things rolling. You got to, you know, you got to basically get these processes done and get them done correctly, you know, and um, I guess it fueled me a little bit. You know, there was a, there's some fueling that comes with that anxiety and stuff like that. Do I want it all the time? Absolutely not. You know, um, I want to get it. I want, I'm basically trying to get something in place and I feel like I'm there. Um, where we have a structure and everything that kind of comes with that to where that anxiety is going to leave, you know, significantly, you know? And um, the other part I didn't love was the fact that I would have had to, you know, with the current career I'm in, I would have been there every day, seven days a week. And, you know, I'm not necessarily into that, you know, yeah. um, I'm also into helping other people, you know, and help them build their businesses as well. And, and a group that does that, you know, yeah. That does sound, uh, that sounds like it's gotta be very fulfilling for you. It is. It is. It's a different, it's a different world. You know, um, I love to create. Mm -hmm. So creation, advertising, you know, those kind of things, that's my, that's what my passion is. And I get to show that through my work and mm -hmm. it's not necessarily, you know, I'm not competition you know, I'm here to help, you know, right. and when you become the helper, it totally changes, you know, your mindset, you know, all right, if you don't want to join, fine, there's others that will. And, you know, my job is to bring that to a platform to where everybody sees it, you know, and uh, that's a beautiful thing, you know. Yeah. So playing your part, or staying in your lane, however you want to say it, is important in your view and experience when you're, when you have those question marks, you need to move forward on something. You want to direct that anxious energy into something that, that's positive surrounding yourself with other folks who are skilled and can kind of speak into your life at times, but then also understanding what you're, what you are best at, where you should stay and what you should be doing and staying with that seems to be also kind of a key for you. Yeah. Getting the right, getting the right advisors, the right people around me. Um, you know, I hold those dearly, you know, um, I would never like at this point, I would never stray away from the people that have been there for me, you know? And I think it's so important to, when you have that and you have that positive influence and you have people that actually really do 
want to see your talent succeed and then talents of everyone else succeed, that, that's when beauty happens. You know, yeah. I don't have to be the person on the front. In fact, I don't want to be the person on the front end. It doesn't right. appeal to me. It doesn't, none of that stuff appeals to me. I, I don't, it's, I'm not a huge fan. I like your, I like your podcast. This is fun, but <laughs> it's not my, as far as the front end and face of a community, those kind of things. I like too much gangster rap. I'll be honest. You know, <laughs> I like too much gangster rap and um, you know, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> well, I don't know. It may, it, it, it just, I don't always, I don't, what I'm saying is I don't, I like to sit in the back and kind of yeah. uh, just kind of hang out and help. Gotcha. Yeah. That's where things are fun. All right. Yeah. Knowing, I think then knowing that, about yourself is super key because sure. that allows you to stay in a place where you can provide maximum value and you can feel best about it. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, being able to conduct business with those kind of people and, um, you know, I get to do the create, you know, that, yep. that's what I love, you know? Yeah. Um, and then there's, you know, great realtors for not, it doesn't matter what company, none of that stuff, you know, those can come and do, you know, I don't, I'm not a huge, the business meetings and all that. And the, you know, I got to shake hands with everybody. I don't want that. You know, I want to shake hands with some, you know, but that's about it. You know, that's, uh, that's the realistic part of where my life honestly wants to go. And, you know, being able to work anywhere in the world, you know, that is another part that interests me. You know, um, I can't do that with kind of what I've done and I've done okay with real estate. I mean, and I, and I've, and I've enjoyed it and I understand it extremely well, um, on a mortgage side, real estate side, the whole, all of it, but where I have a real passion and a real, um, you know, a drive is put me behind a, a creation and a marketing campaign. And, you know, that's where my love comes in, you gotcha. know? Yeah, crafting messages sure. uh, to communicate value. Sure, and then you know the, that's that's the key to um, it's really that's kind of the key to everything. You know, yeah. is um, you know realizing your strengths mm -hmm. and realizing the strengths of others around us. Mm -hmm. You know, and then there's the other part is you know real estate. As far as being a real estate agent, I found that it was you know seventy hours a week, constant, constant text all the time, and you know. That part as well is difficult, especially with mental health stuff and everything else like that. That's why I was like, all right, well, let me get behind the right people, you know, and let me do my section and then, you know, they can do theirs and, you know, we can all be a team. Yeah. Man, you're, you're, uh, clear, clearly going through a journey that is bringing you to some, you know, key nuggets of wisdom to help you refine how you show up you know, personally and professionally. Absolutely. There's cool. a lot of growth. I mean, the thing is, um, I guess, you know, my back was so far against the wall um, mm. from a past business life and things like that. I had no real direction. I mean, I, I did, I, it was basically, I better do something. So <laughs> I, I was like, shoot, I'm, you know, I pretty much got a sledgehammer dropped on me and sure. then 
so once that sledgehammer got dropped, it was like, well, what do I do? You know, I took the last bit of money I had and just went after it, you know? Um, and I knew that I didn't think my final destination was where it was, but it was the journey that led to what will be, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, and that's kind of what I'm trying, you know, I'm working on growing every day and you know, I'm not, I'm not done. You know, there's, there's still a lot of growth left to happen, you know? Um, but at least I know that I'm definitely on my way and I'm out of the worst part of it, you know? So that's, that's kind of, you know, the, the big thing is provide maximum value and, you know, have those people that understand me and understand how we work together as a group to build one. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, we're closing up here on our time for this uh, episode of Coffee with Humans. Uh, Matt, it's been a super, super good pleasure to have you on always. Always a pleasure. Uh, And Teresa, uh, when you view this, if you view this, if you're listening, we missed you. Uh, Always happy to have uh, other guests on Coffee with Humans. You can actually go to coffeewithhumans.com and have coffee with me. Or not. If you don't want to have coffee, that's fine. We also accept tea or water or, uh, spoiler alert, this was orange juice today. Uh, But symbolically, we have coffee on Coffee with Humans. The only rule for our conversations is no sales calls. Matt, anything you want to say to our viewers as we close up? Well, it's fun. And uh, I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to jump on a plane. And... um... Go enjoy a little bit and uh, take a break from, uh, you know, take a break from everything. So, um, hey, I, I couldn't thank you enough, Jason, for having me on. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll be uh, in touch in the very near future. All righty. Well, hang, hang on, Matt, for a second. We'll we'll chat soon. And to all our reviews, viewers, uh, this has been Coffee with Humans Live. Again, you can have coffee with me. Go to coffeewithhumans.com. The only rule is no sales calls. See you soon. One of the things I love about Coffee with Humans are the raw conversations I get to have meeting new people just like you. If you or someone you know should be on Coffee with Humans, go to coffeewithhumans.com. Remember, the only rule is no sales calls. This has been Coffee with Humans. Subscribe to get updates or click to have coffee with me. Coffeewithhumans.com.